Hello. Hi. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week, two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your co host, Erica Lared. <laughs> <laughs> And today we're going to have just a fun episode for you guys. Yes. I feel like I have like produced the crap out of some episodes yeah. and I really want to try a more relaxed vibe. Vibe. Today. So yeah, today okay. and moving forward. I like it. Uh, so we are wor- learning to work together. Yes. And I was going to say, I feel like this epiphany probably came out of that learning to work together moment we had the other night. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so, yeah, we're learning to work together. And that is kind of what the episode's going to be about today. Yeah. So Hunter and I are very different, but we're also very similar. Very similar. Um, Hunter's very organized, very meticulous, very prepared. I am very fly by to the seat of your pants. I work better in under pressure. And sometimes if I over prepare, then I like psych myself out and I, and then I'm like, this is shit. I have to come up with something completely different and then I'll Mm -hmm. just go left wing. So we have been working through that with this podcast. Um, and the other night, what was it? We had somebody cancel, I think. And, we did, and yeah. you got to see my... And Hunter went into, like... Breakdown. <laughs> it wasn't a breakdown, because that makes it sound like you were like, bah! but it wasn't like that. It was actually very different. He went more internal, and mm-hmm. he just kind of shut down, and we were we had to... Okay, so we don't have a guest, so we have to do something else. So we tried to record the episode on our own without our guest, and it wasn't vibing it just wasn't working we Mm -mm. recorded it it wasn't good we trashed it it was garbage so instead show business baby yeah showbiz (laughs) um oh god um (laughs) never mind i just made me a call to one of my other favorite podcasts but you know besides this one (laughs) um we ended up sitting down and starting over Mm -hmm. and prepping and like hunter was getting just almost like he just was had like it was like a block yeah nothing was, was coming in and nothing was going it out. was almost like you were trying too hard to come up with something that you couldn't like it was writer's block right and so right. here i come and i'm like i deacon was here that was another thing deacon was here so i wasn't really prepared much or prepping much for the podcast themselves i would kind of just show up and you'd hand me some notes and i almost was had been struggling with your style of preparation because it was too over prepared and too right. too too much for me to go off of mm-hmm. so but i came into the situation having not been the one to prep it so i wasn't like so let down that it wasn't working i hadn't put hours and days into prepping it so i was just a little more of a relaxed vibe even though i had my own craziness going on (laughs) so we sat down and we just i started talking and hunter made good out of what i was spitting out right Right? i would just write it down and that was a thing too is i was trying to focus on making it look pretty on paper Mm -hmm. when really what I found works best actually for me is kind of your style, mm-hmm. how you just spit out words. Mm-hmm. And as you were spitting out words, I was writing those words down. And then I looked at the piece of paper and I f- found the way that yeah. they melted together. Yeah. So it was a learning moment for me too, realizing that like 
that isn't my most efficient way mm-hmm. of creating. Mm-hmm. It's more of that, like, let's throw it all down and it's pick up like what works. It's almost like a vision board with words. Yeah. But you know what we did forget? What? Our peak and pit. Okay. Well, guess what? <laughs> this episode is whatever the hell we want it to be. So we'll do our peak and pit whenever we feel like it. Period. That was You're a, right. That was You're a right. peak and a pit right there. Yeah, it was. Because it was a peak that came out of a pit. So... Boom, shakalaka. We did it. We did it. Okay. What was that? Oh, it's my computer has my notifications. I didn't turn them off. You got an appointment. Yes. (laughs) Appointment time. I'm going to turn on my work. Do not disturb. Um, So, yeah. That. And then that was a great, a good moment for us for this podcast, right? I think so, too. Which not only do we work well at the salon together. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing this podcast together and we're still managing to stay friends and not let it get in the middle of that, which I think is cool too. I do too. I mean, we're just beginning, but that is true that (laughs) we just started. We're going to keep it. We're we're, we're on that vibe. We're going to let Don't get ahead of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) The end of winter is coming. No, just kidding. Oh my God. I've been on a Game Game of Thrones Thrones kick. Um, Um, Yes. Oh, funny. So... I feel like that can then segue into what else we were going to talk about. Which yeah. So this is kind of going to be a two-parter episode. Yeah. Uh, Erica and I had the opportunity to do something really cool this weekend so cool. with one of my guests uh, that I met at a bar. Did you meet her at a bar? That yeah. That doesn't surprise me, though, because she was so, like, sweet and friendly and she just so was. kind. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was, uh, I think she had just played a gig and was at the bar that I happened to be mm-hmm. at that weekend. And, um, you know me, <laughs> you say, <laughs> if you go out with Hunter, he will market the shit out oh of you. Oh my gosh, Well, I didn't yeah. have anyone but myself to market. So yeah. obviously I was like, girl, you've got to let me do your hair. Mm-hmm. And it was like box burgundy. You no. know the color. Well, I, I think, yes. Yeah, you I've know the color. I've seen it in a picture when I went on an Instagram uh-huh. Spotify deep dive. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no, blonde, much better. Right, blonde is much better for her. But I was like, hey, I would love to do your hair uh, and like do some work together. Mm-hmm. Well, she was filming a music video, and I kind of inserted myself. I was like, "Do you ha- who's doing your hair? I was like, do you have hair and makeup? I love it. Because I, yeah. I do those things. I do those things. <laughs> I do those things. And so we booked it. And then later that afternoon, I was like, yo, Erica, uh, you want to come come do this with me? I think mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Love it. And so we did our first like onset thing together. Yeah. And I definitely think that the experience we had on the uh-huh. podcast Uh, learning to work together in this setting Uh really helped us out in the field. You're probably right because we've gotten so much more in tune with each other doing this. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I think you're right. Well, and two, something that really helped me, and I don't know if you know this or noticed it, Mm -mm. whenever it got, so we did multiple looks for this music video. Mm -hmm. When it got to the end and the table got really messy, I just started asking you for things. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I knew that your brain could single it out, but my brain looked at the table and I just saw black. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to fucking do. I don't know what to grab. Where's it going? There were so many people around me and I was just like, Erica, can you hand me this? And you were like, yeah, it's right here. (laughs) Well, I was coming into it like, I think the day before we talked about it. Mm hmm. And I was... <laughs> I mean, I found out the day before, too. Oh, 
shoot. I yeah, didn't she came. That. Well, it was that Tuesday, and I think I asked you that Saturday. Saturday. I asked you Saturday. I was like, "Hey, do you want to come?" Like, yeah. I didn't know what that would entail. Mm-hmm. I knew that I needed someone to. Well, remember, bounce I ideas like, off yeah, of. Well, and I was like, I can film. We can have content for the podcast. Like, right. it could be cool. And then I got there and I took a couple pictures and then suddenly I was doing hair. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, hey, do you want to like... He was like, get in there and fix that. Or, yeah. I, or I was like, hey, can I pin this or Yeah, something? it was the, yeah. the bouffant wasn't, wasn't, wasn't bouffanting enough. Yeah. And so like, you were like, let's pin this here like this mm-hmm. so that it'll stay. And then it stayed the entire night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it just got to a point that we just kind of like meshed together. We did the work mm-hmm. and it ended up being stunning and beautiful. It was so cool. It was so cool. Everything about that experience, though, in a room of creatives that are like, obviously, we're in the same creative world, but this was like a videographer, musicians, um, you know, and there I was think a choreographer everyone... and like, light guys and stuff yeah. and it just was like but what I mean we all gave ideas about this and that and this and that and like they ended up taking them or mm-hmm. like one guy was like really set on doing something with this doll and so <laughs> while she was shooting it the videographer was like okay I I like it make it happen and I'll take while it. I'm doing this and so me and that guy like being it we were like tying streamers <laughs> and using this and using that and then she went and used it you know yeah. and it was cool and then we found a hat in the hallway and then we made it part of like of it wasn't look. originally part of the plan but then we came back down and we were like okay what do you think we're feeling inspired if you like it cool if you don't cool we did it we liked it we ended up taking it off and moving forward but it worked for the for the second that it'll be in the video. It was perfect. It was perfect. It made it mm-hmm. exactly what it needed to be. It served its purpose. And it was... And I like what you said. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone there was a... Ha, is in the creative field. Yes. Like, I think that they were all, like, musicians and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because there was one guy over in the corner scoring a movie yeah 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 scoring a movie another guy was upstairs he just stayed on the drum set all night Mm -hmm. just played the drums all night so there was a constant like and it was i didn't know that like you could have good and bad drums but i would imagine what i would play would be bad drums yes and (laughs) what he was doing it sounded like music like it didn't sound like banging on drums Mm -hmm. it was like and it was just that constant all night with her song in the background and it was just which a is vibe. A, that song is a vibe. It, it is. is such a vibe. It's like I mean, can we talk about? It? I mean, the song's out. The song is out. Yeah, she released it a year ago. Yeah. Um. It's Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. It's called Trick or Treat, but it's, it's not about Halloween. No, it's actually about revenge, mm-hmm. getting your revenge. And like I said before, this is going to be a two part episode. So. Later on, we're gonna have Jamie. in the week. We'll have or next week we'll have Jamie on, mm-hmm. and to talk about her experience. And she can probably she'll J-Ren probably <laughs> J Ren, yeah, J Ren. Um, she'll probably mm-hmm. talk more about the what the song's about. Yeah. But just by listening to it, you know, mm-hmm. it's a revenge song, honey. And she is so mad as hell. Catchy. It's so catchy. Ugh, Everyone's night, gonna be listening. We to were it. yeah all night. We were like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not, I don't want to sing on the podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jamie's going to, Jay's going to get yeah, a copyright strike exactly. on us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so good. And it was so fun. And like, it was so, oh my God, rejuvenating for me to like, I love that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, my original, when we had Sabrina on, I mean, when I first started working at Bombshells and we got to work with Sabrina or like somebody told me about Sabrina and I got to meet her. First of all, she's so, so sweet and humble and like the nicest person ever. Oh yeah. But then I'm like, she does like every, when I wanted to do hair, when I was little, it was because of hair and, and movie movies. sets. And I like, I did want to really even get into like special effects makeup and stuff too. Um, but, you know, my life changed direction. And so, like, but I've always loved that. Like, fashion week, art walks, editorial photo shoots. Like, I mean, I've mm-hmm. done some stuff that's, like, a little crazy and weird. Like, obviously, I lived in Oregon. We did a photo shoot um, with my salon f- for Eugene Weekly mm-hmm. with a lady who taught a class at the community college that was um, a recycled fashion thing. Is that the one with the newspaper? The newspaper dresses. That one was Yeah, cool. well, and then I had to end up being the freaking the model. model for it, too, because <laughs> I was the only one that had tatas to fill it out. That's what it was. Oh, my God. But um, actually, we had to do two photo shoots up for it. So one of them was for us, and then the second one was for the weekly, actually. And by the, I had been working out, and by the second one, I had to tell Erin, I was like, I didn't fit in my dress because I was too small. <laughs> <laughs> but my arms looked better in that shot. So anyways, my point is, is that, that creative kind of stuff, like working with people outside of your um, little industry directly, mm-hmm. is can can be even more inspiring. You know, mm-hmm. because you're getting people who look at things differently than you. It, exactly that. Yeah, and I like the videographer said at the end. She was like, you know, you didn't have to have hair and makeup, uh-huh. but if you didn't the story wouldn't have come together. Mm -hmm. And that was the one I like, I kind of felt a little tingle when she said that because I was like, it's true. It is true. We, we completed the story. Yeah. And, um, I'm so excited to do more of it too. Mm -hmm. So I think that it was like, it's definitely the beginning of an era for the two of us. And we worked so well together. It was seamless. Seamless. And it well, was- and like I also would like to just throw this in here too, because like, from my perspective, like there were a couple times where I spit out video like ideas, and yes, we work together, but also like we are creatives, and this was not my gig. You invited me on, and I know that, and I appreciate that, and I also know you respect my like vision or whatever. But there was no point where you were like, ugh, right? With anything I said, you were like. Ooh, I like that. Or you took it and then we're like, and then we're going to do this. And I was like, yes. And it was just crazy how I'd spit something or you'd say something. And then it would either be like, you are thinking my thoughts. Or it was like, you just took that. Yes. And here we're going to take it to the next level. So it was just really cool. And it was, there were, I can't tell you how many times I said, oh my gosh, I would have never thought of that. That is the best idea. Like when you were mm-hmm. curling the extension hair, I was just going to put it in and curl it. Mm-hmm. But it made so much more sense to curl it before you Ahead put it in. Ahead of time, yeah. yeah. Whose phone is that? I think that's, that's yours, yeah. Um, Whoa, sorry, Mike. It's it's fine. Also, side note, I'm... Uh, 
Bradley gave me some jeans for Deacon <laughs> and some clothes for Deacon this summer, and I am wearing Bradley's jeans right now, which is great, but they're a little more crotchal fabric while I re- <laughs> rearrange on camera here. I know, it's I'm like, like <laughs> I haven't looked at myself on the camera yet, and I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't recording. exist. Uh, also, welcome to YouTube. Yay! This is our YouTube debut. This is it. We have two more pieces that are on their way, mm-hmm. and I haven't shown you yet, but they're finished. Um, and they're going to be going on either side of our little break room banter. Wait, what are they? Thing. Oh, yeah. The yeah, art yeah, yeah, pieces. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm very happy that she went the direction she went with it. And mm-hmm. I think you will be too. Um, but yeah, so this is our welcome to YouTube. Cool. <laughs> um, let me see. So what else? Um, working together. Um, what is something that, uh, you've learned from working with someone like me that's super type A. And then I'm going to think of something that I've learned from working. Oh, God. <laughs> um, from you. Like that I have been able to pick up from you or that I learned yeah. about myself. Like I learned like I'm a huge fucking mess, but I think I already knew that already. Well, what I've learned, I'll go right into that you just go. because of what you yeah. said, is people that aren't as organized as me mm-hmm. aren't they're not lazy mm-hmm. they just like you work well under pressure mm-hmm. so if th- i've learned to be more patient and trust your process and trust in other people because in the end it works out look at you i like that okay yeah. cool because that's good i feel <laughs> like i get bad. stuck in this this is the way that i need it to go but it's not just about yeah. me and it's not it's never going to be just about yeah. me. Mm-hmm. So learning like, oh, she does wait till the last minute. Yes. Uh-huh. But that doesn't make her lazy. That doesn't make you a mess. That just makes it your, that's your way of doing it. And it's the way that it's worked for you. Uh-huh. And it ultimately has worked for us. Yeah, that's true. It has been, there's been, I do think moments where the balance of our two characters have really clashed. A little. Well, well, clashed, but then us being able to find the happy medium has been good. Like, it wouldn't have been good if we did it my way. It wouldn't have been good if we did it your way. It was better that we did it our way. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, I would say I have just learned, I think, this is probably the first time that I've worked with someone that is as much, like, so different for me in that area where... I haven't felt like a complete disaster because you don't make me feel that way. I'm not a complete disaster. I just had (laughs) Hey, at least I burped out of the mic. You're that part. It's growth. It's growth. (laughs) 37 year old woman. You have to tell me not to burp in the mic on my own podcast. Shoot. Okay. (laughs) No, okay, but I am a quirky person. Like I am, I am my, I am my own cup of tea. I'm my own flavor. Okay? You're my cup of tea as I well. I like it, and you know, there. I know, based off previous friendships, that I am easy to love and also like hard to handle. <sighs> I wouldn't quite say hard uh, to handle. Hunty, we've oh, today's also my one year anniversary at Bombshells. 
I have that written down somewhere. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not Happy at work. Birthday. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Um, we haven't known each other that long, but I'm sure that, I mean, I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm emotional. I'm quirky. I am. I do. I do do things last minute. I can be super forgetful. Like I never leave the salon once. I never leave my house once. It's always <laughs> twice. I'm not kidding. And it's like, I'm laughing because having, that is very true. Having seen someone that I haven't seen in a while this last weekend who would get very irritated about those things with me. You know what I mean? And like, just, it kind of just reminded me that like, I am lovable, but I can, I can be annoying sometimes. And I have my quirks. And, like, those are one of those things that will never change about me because that's just part of who I am. Right. Um, I will always continue to be working on being better while also trying to balance accepting myself for who I am because that's something I've been struggling with. It's like I want – I have these things I don't like about myself, and so I want to be better about them. But I would say maybe you have been helpful for me in – being like Erica you fucking are who you are bro like always want to be better but like there's nothing wrong with you you know right you're okay because I think that um I've had a lot of voices my whole life telling me that there's something wrong with me you know mm -hmm. um whether it be directly whether it be in my, in my own head or you know relationships that I have had or whatever or even friendships and like there have been some of them that have been hard to like that's never easy to hear you know and there's been times where I needed to hear that but then there's also been times where it's like no that's okay like there I've heard it in hey girl you're messing up and I needed to hear that mm -hmm. I've also heard it in like where there's been times where I should have been like <laughs> <laughs> you know and I did yeah. so um I think that maybe that has been something for me yeah. Now, now that I'm, now that you've said what you said, that kind of comes out. I wasn't sure what to say at first. <laughs> Other than like, I do still compare myself to you, and we've talked about imposter syndrome, and like, I always have in my head that like these organized people are the successful people, and that's why I'm not successful. But I do have to remind myself there are people out there who are just as much, if not crazier than me, who have figured it out. But it's because they believed in their way and their themselves, and that's mm -hmm. something that I'm growing into unfortunately i didn't learn that lesson in my 20s i mm -hmm. wish i had but i didn't um and i'm also getting to a point where i'm like okay cool you're 37 you're getting here now but there's going to be people you can help too mm -hmm. who not everybody is the same person and that's okay you know and mm -hmm. you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea and you can learn things and do things your own way and I've always said everything happens for a reason, but I've struggled to find the reason why I was still struggling to find the reason, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it does make sense. It does make sense. Uh, well, and I, you said something in there that I do want to issue a little bit of a correction to. Uh-oh. Because you said, that's the reason I'm still not successful. Fuck! And how many times do I well, have I to fucking tell you? I necessarily right now. I know what you meant, but I just moment, wanted to... <laughs> I yeah. wanted to point it out. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to poke the Listen, bear. I will not consider myself successful until I have successfully figured out how to s not overdraft my bank account. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, that's fair. When I, and I had been there for about six months, <laughs> mm -hmm. but then this summer happened <laughs> and I took all that time off and I was spending way more money than usual. And I did get a little, 
I wouldn't say irresponsible. I chose the memories over absolutely the, the memories with your child situation yeah like yeah. that mattered more to me um but maybe maybe it was a little irresponsible but i don't give a shit but you're happy i got to do things with my baby boy and exactly. he remembers it and so yeah that's all i care about but exactly. um i think i i really appreciate what you said about how i um uh, never like made you feel like you're a bad person mm-hmm. for being the person that you are because I just, I feel like so many, <sighs> so much of my life, I had to put on a mask mm-hmm. and had to be, or felt like mm-hmm. I had to be a person that, you know, the mm-hmm. people of the church yeah. or, you I know, know, I grew up in a town of 300 people. Mm-hmm. The Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. If you act a certain way in front of one person, by the time you get home, everyone in your family knows. Yeah. And moving away and really just not giving a one single fuck mm-hmm. about who I am, what I look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I first moved, I was like, I'm going to carry a purse and I'm going to do this and yeah. I'm going to wear makeup and I'm going to... I'm going to do all of these things, things that you couldn't do that I couldn't do. And I mean, it landed me into this career, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but it also just made me realize that you are perfect the way that you are, mm-hmm. no matter who you are, mm-hmm. where you've been, what you've been through. There's someone else down the street that's been through something worse. Mm-hmm. You, there's no reason for you to walk outside of your house and look at someone and judge what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. because of how you feel like they should be acting yeah. because that's not them. That's yeah. their journey and mm-hmm. you're on yours. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason there's two lanes on a highway. Well, you know, that's so true. And like, I feel like in moments of strength, when I still, or if somebody makes me feel like um, I'm not good enough, in moments of strength, I remember thinking things like, the world needs people like me. It does. And sometimes that gets shot down. Listen, we can't all be doctors, lawyers, soldiers, presidents. The world would be boring. It would be boring. Okay. (laughs) Here's the other part of that. (laughs) I'm also a little bit of a hippie. So, like, there are, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think, like, there are things that happen in people's lives that, like, bad things happen. It happens. It makes people react a certain way. That's what, like, I love and hate this about myself. Like, I've always said, like, I can see everything it's a curse almost like I can always <laughs> put myself in someone's mindset for the most part, but I could never put myself in the mindset of someone who accepted themselves. I will look at people who are like, I have had these moments where when I was younger, I might've judged someone. Mm-hmm. And then I like, and I'd be like, look at her. Like she's this or she's that. And, Now when I see someone like that, I'm like, look at how confident they are. Like, I might think that they look funny, but they think they look amazing. Mm -hmm. They know they look amazing. They know they look amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's it's not even necessarily about looks. That's just an example. Right. Where I'm just like, I'm in awe of people's confidence in who they are because that's something that I had struggled with for so long, but now I'm starting to like learn and I don't really realize how I got off onto this tangent or where I was even going. 
going. Well, and but, I think it's, it's, I think it's really important also to note that no matter how pretty someone is, mm-hmm. how beautiful their lives look, they yes. could be the queen of the universe. Mm-hmm. If you're picking up what I'm putting down mm-hmm. and behind closed doors, mm-hmm. They're just as filthy as you. Don't know. Yeah. You have no clue what goes on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And it having um, a conversation that we had earlier really like opened my eyes Mm -hmm. to like, even though, yes, I am the type of person that's like, let whoever do whatever they Mm -hmm. want and be whoever they want. I still do have that like, oh, well, that's that person. Mm hmm. You know, like it is. They're human. perfect. It's human to. Everyone always says, "Oh, I don't judge people." That's bullshit. We all. Do. It is bullshit because we all judge. Oh, we someone. all do. You can't not. That's what our brain makes judgments. That's how we survive. Like literally, you know. Now, if you challenge yourself on those judgments. I think is where you take it a step further into a growth level and you can maybe change the way that you think about things or you can change what your initial judgments may be, but you're mm-hmm. always going to make judgments on people. And and I feel like I have always been kind of hypersensitive to that because mm-hmm. I'm like, people are judging me. People are judging me. People are judging me. You know? Mm-hmm. Girl, um, you just can't give a fuck. But that's the thing is like, that's I've also like, and you have to learn. I, it's okay for me to be the way I am. Like there can always be room to grow and challenge yourself and be better. But like, there does have to be a certain level of acceptance that like, I'm one of these is not like the other. And that's okay because I'm not supposed to be like, I will always be an emotional person, but guess what? If you, if something, if you need to come and talk to me, I will love you and I will absorb all your freaking energy Mm -hmm. and your pain and I will help you process that. And it might mean that I'm the one that's crying and you're not, (laughs) or maybe I cry your tears later, but that's part of who who I am as a person, right? Right. Crying right now. (laughs) I'm not sad at all. Just so everyone knows, people don't understand that I leak from my eyeballs. It doesn't mean that, like, you need to pay any attention to it. (laughs) And then the type of person that I am gets very... (laughs) And here's another thing is that, yes, I know that it makes certain people uncomfortable. It is almost like it's not conscious it's a sub it just mm-hmm. happens i don't well in it. learning and who you are some men it makes them like and they freak out and even some females too you know and i'm mm-hmm. like listen it's not a problem like i'm just crying but you never <laughs> made me feel weird about it like Mm-mm. you're just like oh god girl and i'm like hunter stop leave me alone you know how i am and you're like i know i love I you know. it's fine exactly and so it's good um so everybody out there get you a hunter <laughs> emotionless pit of nothing (laughs) (laughs) that just accepts everything no i have emotion yes i know you do well and it's i it's funny to see how or to hear how um other people perceive you right Mm -hmm. because to you i seem really organized and put together Mm -hmm. and all of these things but to me i'm like look at this whole mess i have all of these notes everywhere Mm -hmm. how am i going to process all of these thoughts into one thing and like i mean 
you guys can't see, but all around the room, literally on the walls yeah. are notes. And there's notes right there. And I have a notebook in there. And it's full of thoughts mm-hmm. that I don't know how to process. Mm-hmm. So I just write them down. But here's the thing. You're good at the writing down part. I'm not good at the writing down part. Fair. I'm better at the taking your thoughts mm-hmm. and, or our thoughts and putting them together this is how we're gonna say that this Mm -hmm. is how that's gonna flow you know what i mean i'm like i actually realized that like i think i would make a super good boss bitch (sighs) i just didn't go to college because like when i I worked at the gym i literally got a job working the front desk and within two weeks they were asking me to apply for the assistant manager position and it was a huge like this would be a great thing for talking about imposter syndrome i was like i can't do that I'm a hairdresser. I don't know how to do that. I don't know Excel. I don't know Microsoft Word. Like, computers make me sweat just like taxes do. You know? (laughs) And now you want me to go sit in an office and, like, do shit? (laughs) No. You know? I'm goofy. I'm unprofessional. I smack my employees or my coworkers' butts at work. Like, I can't do that if I'm a manager. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I can't do that. So there were things that obviously I did have to change, but it made me realize how good I am at taking other people's strengths and organizing them into something that's beautiful. Like, Well, and I also think that a skill that you have that not a lot of people have is you can take a problem and solve it instantly just on, like, a common sense, but B like you should do it this way because if you do it this way, it's going to take longer. And this is the reason why you should do it mm-hmm. this way. Like I'm real good at how to do it fast. You're real good at like figuring out solutions mm-hmm. to problems like problem solving. And that's something that not a lot of people can do is quickly solve a problem, which makes well, you, you a great leader. I've never had that thought about my own self. Um, so let's good think about you. it. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Anytime you something goes wrong, like I forgot my makeup palette. Oh yeah. You were like, okay, I'll go to your house. I'll get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Tell me where it is. You got there. I when you got back, I wasn't answering my phone. So you like knocked on the door. Yeah. Like you had all of these plans like in your brain before it happened. Mm-hmm. It feels like almost either that or you just work really well under pressure. I work really well under pressure. <laughs> I do. And you know what? It's funny because it's one of those things that like at work when I'm slammed, I'm a better hairdresser Mm -hmm. and I might need help, you know, uh, executing, Mm -hmm. but because I'm on task and I'm constantly and I'm working under pressure, I'm always got that in the back of my head. I'm a talker. Mm-hmm. You know me. I get distracted easily. If I have too much time, I will be like. <laughs> Erica can't I talk can't, and foil. No, <laughs> at I the can't same do time. It. I've been practicing for twenty five effing years, and I still can't do it. <laughs> Every I was time, thirteen years old. Okay, I'll see her like foiling, and she's telling a story, and she gets real excited, and she has like a foil in one hand, and the and I'm talking comb in the other, and she's like this. <laughs> oh my god girl and then this and this and this and this and then i poke a hole in the foil and i am famous for telling my clients baby i love you how was your weekend fill me in cool great now i have to foil because mm-hmm. i've got to get this done yep and i won't and clients sometimes apologize They're like i'm sorry i'm not really talking about it. i said girl i'll work better if you're not talking to me like honestly <laughs> it's true yeah and i've learned to just to say that and not try to force conversations mm-hmm. um 
or to just keep my own mouth shut. Right. Because sometimes as a hairdresser, you want... We are talkative people, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. Like, I can talk to a brick wall. Mm-hmm. So, it's sometimes hard to not talk mm-hmm. as a hairdresser. And you fill this space and you say things that, like, sometimes it's hard to realize that not everyone cares. I can't tell you how many nights I've laid awake and been like, I shouldn't have never told that person that. <laughs> never should have said that. Yep. Well, and um, I don't, I feel like this episode is kind of evolving, but I have. I love it. Um, What was I saying? I don't know. I don't know people that. Sometimes we overshare. We overshare. And Kuka was talking about earlier what she was saying about balancing professional and being authentic and all that. But I have also, which I've told a story before about something similar, but my, and we're going to do episodes on this eventually too, my relationships and my oversharing of my personal stuff has hindered my growth as a professional before. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. So, yeah. Um, well, and I feel like, especially when you work for a company, mm-hmm. right? You've had the experience. Mm-hmm. I'm. Ha- I have the experience where they tell you, you know, we have one voice as a company. Yeah. But we don't want you to be a robot. Yeah. But you need to say all of these things, but you also need to be yourself. Uh-huh. I have never... Still, I have a hard time conveying the message as that one voice, Uh but also being myself. I'm either a robot or Uh I am myself. Uh I don't have that in between. So what I found is just be yourself because you know what? Not everybody's going to like it. Well, you know, there is someone in this industry. I'm not going to name names or brands. There's someone in this industry that was a huge part of revolutionizing this industry and trends in this industry who used to work for a brand that let him go because of some other side ventures that he had or, or things that he did that they felt they didn't align with. Um, and now and you know that. what he took that and he grew with that and he said, F you, this is who I am. This is my past. This is where I'm at. And he's got all this other stuff going on. And he's just, I mean, stayed true to himself. And that brand, guess what? It wasn't that he didn't align with the brand. It was that that brand didn't align with him. Right. You know? um, well, and I think let's bring it back to um, the hairdresser adjacent part yeah. where you said not everyone is going to do it your way and you're not going to do it their way. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times as hairdressers, we get in this mindset that these people that are on Instagram traveling the world, Mm -hmm. teaching and this and that, that is their way. Yeah. That's how they want to do their career. Mm -hmm. If that's not the way that you want to do your career or the way that your career has set itself up Mm -hmm. for you, that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to be an educator to be successful. No. You don't have to have an Instagram following or you don't have to do a podcast. Th- these are things that these people and us mm-hmm. have chosen to do because that's our journey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be your journey for you to be considered a successful hairstylist. Exactly. But also if you want to do it. Do it. Do it. And that's the thing is like it really 
is that easy. It really is. And going to the just doing it part, Mm -hmm. when you first do it, you're going to be bad. Well, look at us. We've, I mean, and we're not like a super successful podcast, like, you know, but we have decided to just go balls to the walls. Balls to the walls got us in some trouble there for a second. Guess what? We rearranged some things. We're going to keep going. We're not going to give up. People have said things, bad things to us, and we don't care no because we made a mistake because we didn't know what we were doing and we're learning as we go and if you can't appreciate that then you're not part of our journey cool Mm -hmm. best of luck on your own yes on your own journey that is right for you and Mm -hmm. you ain't over here on our team and that's fine right you i love how michelle always says you know exactly where everyone sits on your bus bus I know exactly where that bus is. I know exactly how to open that emergency hatch on the back and push you right out, honey. <laughs> I You made your way to the I back. I might give you a cushion on the way down. I might kick right. your ass in the teeth and watch you fall. <laughs> right. Just kidding. But, we but really. But, yeah, but really. <laughs> but really, it's it one way or another, if you're not servicing me or if you have brought this bad energy and bad juju into mm-hmm. this, bye. Mm-hmm. We're doing our thing, and that's just that, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, you're gonna be bad at it. Yeah, you're gonna be bad. Listen to episode one. Okay, of so, this podcast. This is so cheesy. Don't make fun of me. But you know, guys, um, there's a new Game of Thrones out, so I'm obsessed <laughs> with Game of Thrones. And so now I've been rewatching the original OG Game of Thrones because there's only one episode out at a time, and. Um, <laughs> There's this point where it's after Jon Snow for Game of Thrones people. Hunter will have no idea what I'm talking about. I've never seen an episode. But he'll get where I'm going with this. It's the point after Jon Snow dies and he comes back. And he's saying something about leaving um, Castle Black. And he was like, I did that and I failed. And somebody looks at him and he goes, good. Now go fail again. Yeah. Because it's the only way to do it. Yeah. If you don't get it right, you're not going to get it right the first time. And then, you know what? The other part of that is you can get it right and then change it later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try it again. Yeah. You know? Joe Rogan changed his entire studio when he moved his studio from L.A. to Texas. And everybody fucking hated it. So he put it back. In, te- in L.A.? No. he put It's still in Texas, but he made the set the same. He put it back to the OG Joe Rogan set. Like That's kind of funny. And that's Joe Rogan. Like, I mean, he always fails up, I think, but it's because he works hard, you know, he's right. People have their opinions on him, but I think him as a man is a good man. But I don't I don't know who he is. Nobody knows anything about him. I love his podcast. But um it's just my point is is like just just do it. Because the whole you hear people say just do it and you're like, yeah, I mean, okay. I'm an Oregon girl. I grew up in Oregon. Nike. Hello. Just do it. It's everywhere. But like, yeah. um, it really yeah. is as, and even if it's just doing it and, and the first step is talking to someone like hearing Kelly with our last week's episode, talk about the brush and everything mm-hmm. and how she was like, I just saw like a need for this. And so I had a couple, I had, pr- you know, different prototypes made. Like mm-hmm. I never even thought about the fact that she might've had to wiggle that around and change 40 different versions of it. Right. Well, and, 
I think it's cool, too, that she said, I know that this isn't a unique, one-of-a-kind brush. Mm -hmm. I know that there are other brushes out there like that. Mm -hmm. But for me Mm -hmm. and my her access Mm -hmm. to products, it wasn't available. So she created it and and filled that hole. And that's, you know what? And for her little, if everyone in her area even, you Mm -hmm. know, what did she say? I've sold 150 brushes. That's not millions of units by any means, but that wasn't the point. Right. The point the was point to, was fill, to the need. fill the need in her area and the accessibility, the lack of accessibility for that area. And that was cool. It was fucking That's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, and I just, I, that was inspiring. I love this podcast. I'm so effing grateful to be a part of it because it's like, at first I was honestly a little bummed because I was a listener. <laughs> <laughs> the there was a part of me that was bummed that I would have to listen to the podcast and get over hearing my own voice mm-hmm. if I wanted to listen to it, you know, yeah. and there are episodes that I want that I listen to and there's some that I don't because it's like I want to hear it from the point of a listener and I do. Mm-hmm. I listen to it completely different and actually almost forget that it's my voice I hear. I do because that too. Because I'm listening from the point of like a listener and I'm like, like Dallin's episode I listened to like 400 times. And because I'm like, we had been talking about competing and just what that's like and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did, I like went through a million times just so I could actually hear because I wasn't listening from running the, being a showrunner. I was listening from being a listener and it was yeah. just cool because there's, that was so inspirational. Like his story is so inspirational. Lauren's story, inspirational. Kelly's story, inspirational. All these other people we're going to have. Everybody's story I've gotten something from mm-hmm. and taken a little bit of wisdom that I feel like w- obviously wasn't accessible to me any other way. And so if I hadn't heard it, and I'm on my phone all the damn time <laughs> and on Instagram <laughs> all the damn time, She's on her phone, but her notifications are silenced, just in case you want to know. <laughs> so accurate. Um, I'm also on a van life kick right now, so not all my pages are here right now. But um, it just is cool because I'm like, we've just decided to create. Well, you did. You created the accessibility to this um, and went ahead and just did this podcast and like, screw it i want to do this so i'm gonna do it and thank you hunter for taking me along on this journey because it's been so huge for me in my own healing and growth that like i'm talking to these people and number one they're like honored to be on our podcast which is super cool that part to me when someone says that to me i'm like i feel like like, it's our own version of them having to listen to us introduce them when they're like it's an honor to be here we're like (laughs) you know i know i'm like an honor like I'm like cool. we're in this little five by five room. Like hey, hey, no, this is professional. Okay, <laughs> we are doing it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. I think I'm rambling again. But we are, and that's fine. Um, some of this will stay in. Some of it won't. I'm sure. I think most of it because every last drop of this episode has hit for me yeah. at least. And if that's the thing too, is something that I'm looking forward to moving forward with the two of us is that we are creating jointly something that we are proud of. Yeah. And that we're releasing stuff and episodes out that we're happy about mm-hmm. and that we want to listen to over and over mm-hmm. again. And, um, 
moving forward. Yeah, somebody was like, you have, like, because, you know, you come in my car, like, Breaker and Banter is always in my, like, yeah, it my is. car play. It is. And, like, yeah, I listen to my own podcast because I want to hear it as a listener. Mm-hmm. Because my mind, I mean, when we're here doing this, we're just having a conversation. When we're here with a guest, obviously, we're on screen time or FaceTime or whatever. You're mm-hmm. hoping the audio is good. You're this and that. Sometimes there's delays. It's just a different vibe. It so, is. like, yeah, I do listen to my own podcast, but well, not because I'm arrogant, I promise. N- well, honestly, it's like, th- going back to me being taken aback when someone says it's an honor mm-hmm. to be here, I almost, like, black out. A because little bit. I am, like, can't believe that these people want to be, or agreed to mm-hmm. come on yeah. our, our podcast. But isn't it funny? Because here we are being all starstruck by these people, but also simultaneously learning and hearing from them themselves that, like, Jay, you're in the same room with these people. And when we, we asked Alan, oh, is there anyone that intimidates you? He was like, No. Mm-mm. Because I don't look at it that way. And that's like, well, shoot. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're in the same room. We're in the same room. And if we're not in the room yet, we going to get in it. Period. <laughs> and that has and been our, another and episode. Will be on the door. <laughs> that part. I mean, Work you know. until your name's on the right? door. All right. Well, with all that being said, this has been another episode of Break Room Banter. I hope you enjoyed this very on-the-fly podcast. Mm-hmm. I know I did. I did. And if you want to follow us on our social media mm-hmm. journeys, I am at Hair X Hunter on all the things. I'm Erica the Redhead on all the things. And our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things. We have a Patreon, $5, $10, $15 a month. Going to go ahead and warn you now, subscribe to the $5 yeah. tier. Don't waste your money on the $10 and the $15 tier because we're going to be working on yeah, that. Yeah, Hunter's got some travel this um october mm-hmm. um and it's going to be kind of crazy for the next month or so but after that we are going to buckle down and actually get classes filmed and like really really do this i had to get through my summer with deacon hunter's got like educating like a madman for the next few weeks um so we're doing what we can to keep this going we're gonna youtube now and then uh break room university is next Yes. So thank you for everyone. Um, apologies to anyone who may have subscribed to it. Um, and I hope you changed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and went down um, because we did. That was one of those things that we went gung ho on, but we didn't really have the backup work for it. It's a right. lesson learned. Um, we've tried to be really upfront and honest with you guys about that and correct any, any issues that may have happened. Um, but thank you for those of you who have stuck with us and understand that we're learning. Yeah. And because of your support, we have this beautiful yeah, studio absolutely. that we can now do YouTube videos, post YouTube videos. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. This is part one of part two of two parts. And our next week's episode guest is going to be Jay Wren. We're going to talk about the music <laughs> video, like from her perspective, and a little bit more about her and I'm excited to have somebody on the podcast that is adjacent and not a hairstylist. A hairstylist. I'm really excited about it, which I think we might be doing a little bit more of um, in the future. I think we'll probably should have Kayla Pohl on that. Like, who wants to hear from people who aren't hairdressers? Yeah. You know? I think so, too. So, cool. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.